I want to draw from this verse and make a text, bring a text out of here. When the Bible said in the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen for faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham. I want to preach tonight on the gospel that was preached to Abraham some 2,500 years before the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, 2,500 years before Jesus was ever born, Abraham, if this scripture is right, and I know it's right, and you know it's right, then Abraham had the gospel preached to him way, way back up. Now, we're going to have to browse around and find out what gospel that Abraham had preached to. We're going to have to come to the conclusion that how many gospels are there? How many gospels are there found in the Bible? Now, before you get too far ahead of me, You'll find that John the Baptist and the Lord Jesus, they begin to preach at the beginning of their ministry the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom is at hand. John had one message in about 15 subpoints, and, and every one of them was repent and repent and repent and repent. All John had to preach was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And we find the gospel of the kingdom. Then you find there's the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel that Paul declared. And the gospel that was revealed to him was the gospel of the grace of God. Then you'll find also in Revelation chapter 14, verse 6 and 7, you'll find at the close of the tribulational period that there's going to be an angel come down from heaven preaching the everlasting gospel. And he's going to cover the world, friend, and preach that gospel. But tonight, there's only one way to be saved by grace. And the land in that pearly white city, and it's through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I think Paul gives us that gospel in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 3, when Paul said, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. Now, Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. And he's talking about the Old Testament Scriptures. Then he said that and he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Now, that's the gospel in a nutshell, friend. That the death
You'll come by the salvation of the gospel of the Lord. I thought about what Paul said here in Galatians chapter 1. Let's look at it very quickly, verse 6. He said, I marvel, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that calls you under the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would prefer the gospel of Christ. Well, that's what he said, but though we, Paul said, if something happens to me, and I begin to preach another gospel unto you, or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, and that we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. Then that strong language, friend, that if anybody comes preaching any other gospel, apart from the death and the burial and the resurrection of the Son of God, the Holy Ghost said through Paul, let him be a curse. He means let him be caught and damned. I tell you, I'm going to make sure I'm preaching the right. Jesus said this. He said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it. 
Bible tells us that Paul had the gospel, and Jesus said that Abraham saw the gospel and was glad and rejoiced in it. Abraham did so. Evidently, the gospel that was preached to Abraham that had to be before Genesis chapter 25, verse number 8. Because in Genesis 25, verse number 8, Abraham died. So before he died, he had to see and he had to have preached to him the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the majority of you know where I'm going and you're not running me and you know this very well. It's all through that promised son called Isaac. Through the birth of Isaac and the happenings after that that Abraham had the gospel preached to Jesus. So let's go back to the book of Genesis. We're going to find our thoughts here. I want you to find Genesis chapter 17 and hold your place. I'll be coming there in just a minute. Genesis chapter number 17. All right, point number one tonight, if you're outlining or writing anything down. Number one, if Abraham had the gospel preached unto him, then some way or another he had to see a shadow and a type of the virgin birth. Because Jesus was born of a virgin without the aid of mankind in any way. So how in the world did Abraham see this? Well, you understand how it came through Isaac. Yeah. But now let's think about it. You hold Genesis 17. I've got three things jotted down here about this supernatural birth that Abraham saw through his son Isaac. Number one, Isaac's birth was prophesied beforehand. Isaac's birth four different times was prophesied in the Bible. In Genesis 15, 4, Genesis 17, 7, Genesis 17, 15 through 19, and Genesis chapter 18, verse number 10, four different times God told Abraham that from your loins, Abraham, the promised seed is going to come. And Isaac's birth was prophesied beforehand. And you know that's the same thing with the Lord Jesus Christ. Why in Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 15, God shall put enmity between thee and the woman thy seed, her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his head. And there was the first prophetic utterance that one day from the seed of this woman has come to deliver his birth was prophesied before. Number two. Isaac's birth was promised on death. Now notice in Judas 17, 21, where you're hanging on there. The Bible said, look at it. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. Do you see? I mean, Isaac's birth was not only prophesied beforehand, but it was promised on time. I'm telling you, the revelation came to Abraham that at this set time in the next year, Sarah's going to bring forth a little bouncing baby boy. And then Abraham kind of laughed at that. And Sarah realized that Abraham was 100 years old and 790. But God said it's going to happen to Abraham. I'm telling you the time that he's coming. He's coming at the set time of the next year. You say, preacher, how does that relate to the Lord Jesus? Oh, brother, I tell you, Galatians 4, 4, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son in the world, that born of a woman, that born under the law, redeemed him, that were under the law, that did not receive the adoption of sons. Yeah. When he came to the world, 
of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go ahead and take a look at Genesis chapter number 22. Genesis 22, quickly. We come to the second point here. And if Abraham had all the gospel preached to him, then he had to see a picture of the vicarious dead. The substitutionary dead of the Lord Jesus Christ who died in our place for our sins and was made sin for you and I that we might be made the righteousness of God in and through him. But how in the world did this happen? Well, the Bible said you've already caught up with me. You know where I'm looking for. In Genesis chapter 22, verse number 1, And it came to pass that after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. He said, Take thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and keep thee in the land of Moriah, offering there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, and I will tell thee of. Now God is tempting Abraham that he's putting him to the test for you. It almost seems like you, and I read behind some commentators that really believe this, where he said, uh, He said, Take thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest. It was almost like Abraham had got wrapped up more in the promise and the promise of the promise. God said, I want you to take thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom you love. Take him to Mount Moriah. You know the spirits, we look at this, you see the plan of God in verse 1 and verse number 2. God said, I want you to take him, your only son whom you love, but I want you to take him and offer him for a burial. Abraham, you God wasn't playing around, friend. This wasn't no joking matter. Abraham didn't shout and, and tiptoe around and say, Glory to God and hallelujah. God wants me to offer up my son. I tell you, like a God blowing Abraham's heart. He knows God. Abraham offered up his only begotten son. Amen. Here they go. Notice the place, not in the plan, but the place in verse number two. He said, You take him. He said, There to Moriah. Take you to Moriah. As you study your Bible, the land of Moriah, I thought about in 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verse number 1. The Bible said that Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem in Mount Moriah. I really believe, and I'll find out the judgment seat along with all the rest of us. I've been to Israel, and I know you men, many of you men have been there, you've looked at Gordon's Calvary, and if that is the place where Jesus hung and bled and died, I am not the persuasion. It's the very same place that Abraham took his son Isaac. I believe the land of Moriah. I believe it was the same spot for him. God says, you take your son. You take your boy. Here you see the place. But then notice the picture in verse 3 down through these verses. What do you mean the picture, Brother Buster? In verse number 3, the Bible said that Abraham rose up early in the morning. He didn't delay, did he? He didn't delay, but he didn't hesitate. He began to move out with God. He saddled his ass and took two of his young men. The Bible said with him, and Isaac, his son, who claimed the wood for a burnt offering, and rose up and went into the place which God had told him. Do you see that? There's a donkey that's in this picture. And that donkey, that ass, the Bible calls him, Abraham, evidently, he claimed the wood for the burnt offering and put it on that donkey's back. And they're headed out now, three days' journey. Verse number four will tell you, and the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place afar off. They've been traveling three days and three nights, and after this three day and three night journey, 
They're there at the foot of Mount Moab. And that donkey has got this wood tied over his back. You say, Brother Buster, what's this a picture of? Well, in Exodus chapter 13, verse 13, the Bible emphatically states that the firstling of a donkey, the first little donkey that came forth, the Bible said the donkey was to be redeemed by the offering of a lamb and the shedding of blood. And if it wasn't, it was to have its neck broke. What they do is carry out the fire of Jehovah and throw it in there. You see that little donkey typified to every one of us before we got saved. You remember when our sins, that wood typifies our sins. You remember when we were burned down under the load of our sins and were guilt and the condemnation? And I tell you, that burden was upon us. But look here in verse number 6. You'll find there's a transfer of the wood. The Bible says that the wood of the burnt offering and he laid in the pool. Now, we're going to go worship. Hey, we're going to go worship. Hey, we're coming back there. Yeah. 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 
saved his brother that day and never saved And he has the fire in one hand, and he has the knife in the other. And Abraham stood in that fire and that knife, and Isaac's behind him with the one on him. And I personally believe that fire speaks of the holiness of God. And that knife spoke of the judgment of God. And God's holiness. And God's judgment. Notice now verse number eight, verse number seven, eight. Isaac spake unto Abraham's father. And he said, My father, he said, Here am I, my son. They're walking up this mountain now. He said, Behold the fire, Daddy. Behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb? For a bird only. Watch this in verse 8. And Abraham said, I see him walking up that mountain. He don't even stand. He don't even stand. He just walking up that mountain. It's like he picks up the telescope of faith and he looks way out somewhere. And here's what he said. He said in verse 8, Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself. God will provide God will provide himself. And he sacrificed, he said. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. 
caught in the thicket by his horns. Yeah. And Abraham went and took the lamb off him for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Yeah. You talk about a jubilee, I believe Abraham has a cat. I sure hope God's got all this on video again. I sure like to see this. That's my Jesus Christ, the Father, said he is finished. Amen. 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 Am
That was a householder's word. When you got your house paid for it, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> but when you got your house bought and paid for it, they put a little plaque they said. They put a little plaque out there and they said, to tell us that. It meant bought and paid for it and it's fully paid for it. No more Jesus said, Father, it's finished. I bought and I paid. I heard of a great price. There's no more payments that we made. And they said it was a general's word. The little general went out there and he conquered the enemy. Oftentimes they bring if they brought alive and they conquered the general, they tied the back of the of uh, the, the chariot that the winning general was in. They said, come on and back in, come back in, but have somebody cry and tell style! Tell style! And the battle is over. And when Jesus cried, it is finished! He said, the battle's over! The victory's been won! Amen. 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 I'm going to fast I'm going to get out of here and tiptoe around there. Jesus, I see the hands of hell. I see the death angel. I see all the hell standing around. And Jesus willed himself dead and he died. And that body fell over. It quivered for the last time. The sympathetic nurse jerked that body a few times. I was son of God, he was gone. He said, put your way down. He went to paradise. Yeah. Yeah. He made the past and did all folks so first. He said, I'm going to pass it back. You know who's been down all these years? Uh -huh. David. Yeah. 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 And he said, Are you the one we're looking for? He said, No, but I, my name's. He said, My name is old Abraham. Abraham said, Are you the one? No, he said, I, I tell you. He, I then said, No, I'm not him, but I, I tell you what I did pin down. I had a revelation he's going to be born to the virgin. He's going to be born to the virgin. One day he comes walking old Micah. And they said, Micah, are you the one we're looking for? He said, No, but he said, I tell you what. He said, He's going to be born in Bethlehem. One day he comes walking the older son. An older man, he walking in. Yeah. Oh, Come on in. He come a-rushing in a storm. Well, they said, you look like you may be here. Would you hear me? He said, no. He said, my name's John the Baptist. He said, he's dead. He's going to rise up. He's going to rise up. He's going to rise up. He's going to rise I mean, he just pulled up in spots and got him a breath of air. He said, remember me enough. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus stopped down long enough and he pulled up. He said, today. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
He's just a holler. I will say that to 
Jesus for those. You ever been quite the box with the whole earth with the convulsions? Many of the dead. Dr. Stein talked to me one time. Many of the dead with sweat arose. Now back into Jerusalem. Hey, Star. It's been forever. Have you had that out of darkness left three hours? Strong earthquake and rocks are written. Dead bodies are exposed to the saints. The tombs are opened up. They're afraid to touch them lest they be defiled. Dear God, early that first Sunday morning, that first Easter morning, somebody said, would you open the door, Mark? Daddy, you open the door. I'm afraid to open the door. I don't know what's going on. Open the door. When I open the door, there's Grandma that just buried for him. I said, I just passed by the He's alive. He's alive. I stumbled over this one night when we had the morning we got to shout at the house, put my mom up to shout. I tell you, I got to read and study and hear about some truths from the old time preacher and Dr. M.R.D. Hodge, who blessed my soul. And Abraham, look here in verse 19. So Abraham returned unto the young men. And they noticed how the word is, how the Holy Ghost word is. And they, they rose up, and they went to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Now, I know Isaac come down off the mountain, you do too. But it's not recorded. It just said in Abraham. Right. Return until he's done. There's no picture of Isaac coming down. You don't find Isaac again in the first person until you find him out in the field at evening time. Oh, yeah. I think the Holy Ghost said, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to Say nothing about Elijah coming down. How long have believers in 1995 to see a picture of the silent ascension of the Southern Amen. Yep. And you know what happened after that? Genesis 23 2. Who will follow? Genesis 23 and the Bible said, and Sarah died. Yeah. Only after you see the picture of the death, burial, and resurrection and the silent ascension, chapter 23, verse 2, Sarah died. He said, Preacher, what's so important about that? Well, you understand who Sarah was. She was the mother of Isaac. And a Sarah is a beautiful picture of the nation of Israel. You see, Israel was blinded. God, the Bible said he came to his own, his own receiving all. John 1 11. You understand that? The Jews say crucify and crucify and crucify. Paul said Romans bad that the natural branches were broken off. And that was the mother of Isaac. And you understand that Jesus comes through the vintage of the Jewish nation. And Sarah died. And Sarah was buried and put away before Abraham ever sought to get a bride for Isaac. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
It's a picture of Israel being set aside as a nation. Give it all while and all while on it. He's still all kinds of things. I don't know how much Abraham's all, but he's still here. He's still here. come to that beautiful chapter, and I've got to hurry, and I know you're tired, you've got a long way to go. We're still here, but it's all here again. And when it comes to the year, we want to send a quarter. And we want to be back for the next quarter. But in chapter 24, you know this beautiful passage of Scripture. It's the selecting of the bride. It's a picture of the working in the dispensation of grace. It's a picture of the vital return of the Lord Jesus Christ when Isaac came out of the field of Eden. We can't tarry here long because of the time. But old Abraham calls the eldest servant, the Bible says in Genesis 24, to Abraham said unto his eldest servant in his house, that ruled over all that he had. How many of you find this servant's name in Genesis 15 to the Bible said, the steward of my house is Elisha. Elisha, the Bible said, Damascus. Now, if Elisha was this servant, I believe he was, that Abraham said, the word Elisha, they tell us, means God's helper. God's helper. And Elisha is a beautiful picture of the blessing of the You see, the person that Abraham said, put your hand in Elisha, put it up under my thigh. But if I didn't hear from my father, he said, I want you to make me a promise. I want you to go down there. Don't you get my son. Don't you get my son, daughter, who's taken out here. I want you to go back to Mesopotamia. I want you to find my son, a wife down there. And the servant said, well, what is the man coming? He said, you'll be with me. And I'll take the son back down there. She won't come. He said, no, no. He said, my son's not going back down to Mesopotamia. He said, but you go on down there. The servant made the promise. You know what the beautiful picture here? You see the person sent, then you see the program. The program here is the, the request of the father, go where the son had been. Then he said uh, there was restrictions here. He said you can't take the son back. And then there was response of this blessed servant, Elijah, he went. He got down there, he was a pregnant man for Elijah. He stopped down there by way off. He got by, it's a good place to hang around. You hang around the wells to buy them, you find all kinds of things happen. He got up at that well, and he said, Now, God of Abraham, I need some help here. He, he said, I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one to get. He said, Would you let the first one that comes out of here that will draw water for me, and then we'll draw for all of my ten camels? He said, Let that be the one that you've chosen for my master's son, Isaac. And the Bible said before he got through saying in Jesus' name, I pray. He'll come to that. He'll come to that. And I see her right there. Dark, beautiful eyes. She's a virgin. She's a virtuous girl. And Noel Leisure said, would you give me a black man? Why, oh, she was just, she was just compelled. She was constrained. She said, how do you do the drink? I'll draw down on your canvas. The Bible said if El had to hold his peace. As you read, boy, this has charismatic <laughs> The servant never did speak of himself. The servant never did write about himself. He writes on the Father and he writes on the Son. Amen. 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 
John chapter 16, verse 18, Jesus said, How be it when the Spirit of truth is come, He will guide you into all truth, for He shall not speak of Himself. But whatsoever He heareth, that shall He speak, and He will show you things to come, and He shall glorify me. So when you find this crowd that says the Holy Ghost is always bragging on Himself, and there was a personal appeal. Of course, you said, wait on that personal appeal. Well, you get to read in there. If he has to hold his peace, he's about to have a shout spell. He runs over there and he opens one of his saddlebags. And one of them camels back and he gets a, an ear in the pillow. And he gets two voices out. He raised Bill Murray and said, Rebecca, look here, I'll give this to you. He's personally appealing to her. He puts that earring on her, puts in the bracelets on her. Ah, she's looking at that. You remember when the Holy Ghost? You remember when the Holy Ghost was by your house? And he personally appealed to her with the gospel of the Lord Jesus. Talked about the great love of God, how God loves you and gave his only begotten Son, about how much all God had in heaven, and all you had to do was just come and trust and repent and believe you could be saved. He was, remember how he personally appealed to him? Remember how he beckoned you to come? Hey, let me see something else here. There's the proposal. And I'm kind of fast forward for all this to Genesis 24 50 in there. And they called her, and he told her, he the house, he stayed all night with them. He told them about the program, he said, I gotta get out of here now. He said, you just asked her, she's going to go with me. And the Bible said, and they called Rebecca, and said unto her, Do not go with this man. Or she heard the story, she saw him embrace this agreement in this, that lie. And she held up as a lady with him. She heard the well, he was about Abraham and Isaac, and all that Abraham had was going to Isaac's one day. And he said, Will thou go with this man to ask the question? And she said, I will. Do you remember when the Holy Ghost came by your house? Yes, sir. It involved a man that she never met. She never met those before. And I didn't even see the Holy Ghost. I just felt the yeah. It involved a man. It involved a movie. It involved a marriage to a man she'd never seen. Listen, he didn't have a photo. He didn't have a picture to show her. When you got saved, you said, I'll go and involve the same thing. It involved the Holy Ghost, a man, a person that's your personality that's a very, very much the person you, you've never seen before. And then it involved a man who's going to go to where a man was, the Lord said, who's going to get married? Who's going to get married? Now, this other night, it just kind of got big too. There's three ways to get in the family. Three ways to get in the family. You say, Brother Russell, what do you mean? Well, you can get in the Robinson family three different ways. You could got birth into it like Steve did. You get birthed into a family. Then you get married into a family. So Steve's wife married into the Robinson family. And then number three, you get a doctor. Hallelujah, I'm glad I got it all for you. <laughs> Would you take me and forgive me and save me? Praise God! I got hurt! I 
top of the sand. Man, that's that there. There he's walking on top of the sand. He goes down. He goes fall. He'll just go out on top of the sand. Aren't you glad the grace of God will let you just travel through this over to you? And just carry it on. Miles 
Yeah. I'm going to do that as a man sitting out there in that field. No, all these was out there meditating. Excuse me, I was meditating. Here they come. The Bible said the camels were coming in. This, this is the presentation. I was put out the field to meditate. Verse 63. At evening time, he lifted up his eyes. He saw the whole camels were coming. Comes grace. 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 Right in the bride. Oh, About that time, that lifted up her eyes. I think she just kind of knows, not no knows around that thing. About this time, boy, I'll even say, Careful, Trey, whoa! Probably Becca thought, well, it's camping out kind of thing. Better get ready to get to the supper, baby. Yeah, you know, he's just sitting back there camping out there. It's camping out <laughs> She said, the Bible said, when she said unto the servant, verse 65, what man is this that walketh in the fields of the world? And the servant had said, it is no master. He said, that's no master. She lit off that camera. And it's kind of, she's dropped a match to light off. She's not off. The guy who's dropped a match to the sucks is going to give you two hooks on something. Yeah. She lit off that camera. And she's got that bell, she's trying to dust her set up. She didn't have time to change clothes. She didn't have time to run the bath. I'll be all alone. Now, you can just come back and almost stand. Rebecca almost home. Rebecca almost home. And she brought the road for so long she got used to that. Some of us been riding for so long. Churches are trying to tell us we're almost home. I wish she did all. She began to try to dust herself and clean. I wish she took that veil and she might have said, she might have said, Elvisha, how about you? How about you, Elvisha? He said you were just going to go. Now, I'm going to have you see this. But she could have lied on this camel train a long time. And Elisha was just more excited. I believe old Isaac was just excited or more excited about waiting on his bride to come in. And I said, I said, well, Elisha will take his hand out. The devil puts her hand in his. Elisha's trying to lead her in. She's trying to skip on down. She said, let's hurry this thing up. Let's hurry this thing up. I can't be at all. I said, but down there, there's Rebecca that day. She's got the devil on there. And the Bible said, in the servant, so nice, all things that he had done. I see, now we're standing there. She's got that veil on. And I see old eyes, I call him Caesar eyes. She's got that headdress on, that veil on, old Caesar eyes. He takes that thing, he gives that veil. And he looks at it for the first time. I believe he shook hands with Elisha 15 times. <laughs>
I'm going to say here about the place of God. I'll tell you what I'll do with that in my village. She's not a stretch head of hell. She said she did a good job trying to describe him at the house. You know, didn't you?